Well, thank you everyone for listening to the next episode of the Growth Track podcast. Here I am with the soon-to-be ordained Hannah Milne. She's back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Here I am. Uh, how are you doing, Hannah? I'm okay, thank you very much. Uh, uh, we're in the middle of Storm Dennis. Yes. Is when we're recording this, so it's just started raining very hard outside. So hopefully it's a lot nicer now that you're listening to it. Yeah, the Storm Dennis followed uh, Storm Kiaras. Next will be Storm... WCDE Edna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Either one's fine. <laughs> Today, yes. we're going to have a conversation around holiness. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is, we say this quite a lot, definitely doing these podcasts, that there's a few real Christianese words that get thrown around that uh, you might have heard in Sunday school or growing up or whatever it might be. And then there's some words that we've heard, but also have a bit of, a bit of fear around them. So mm. I'm like, oh, I don't like that word. Is that all about just being good or behaving really well? Holiness for me is definitely one of those words that yeah. I, um, I don't know, I find it a little bit scary, but you're going to help us unpack it oh, a little I bit today. So. And uh, we're not going to, we're not going to be able to discuss everything there is about holiness, but maybe just get us, uh, mm. wet our appetites and then, uh, we'll see where we go. But Hannah, the area of holiness where do we start? What is holiness? Well, very good question. It is a big one, isn't it? Um, in Leviticus 19, verse 2, which we'll come to in the Bible in one year fairly soon, I'm assuming, it says, the Lord says, be holy because I, the Lord your God, am holy. And that's kind of um, the basis, really. Um, God is holy, which means that he is separate from sin. You know, he's Jesus himself is like the embodiment of holiness and he invites us. In fact, he actually commands us to be holy like him. And um, holiness, th to give a few examples, it's, it's basically just being like Jesus. And that's, I guess, the goal of our discipleship anyway, is to be more and more like Jesus. And in becoming more like Jesus, somehow we become more truly ourselves and the people that God created us to be. Um, but a few things, it's being like one mind with Jesus, um, trying to just like live lives away from sin, which it's, it's not easy, <laughs> um, to be loving, to be pure, to fear God in a kind of reverent way, humility, faithfulness, all these kind of like virtues, I guess, th mm. that we read in scripture. Um, it's kind of becoming more and more like that and yeah. less and less the kind of, broken messy versions of ourselves that, that we kind of naturally are it's a pursuit of jesus really yeah and there is something i think this is maybe why people or myself included find the word holiness a little bit intimidating because there is something about it which is recognizing that there is like a holy way mm. <laughs> and then there's a way uh which is which is not and you mentioned their sin and oh, actually yeah. having this recognition that there is this brokenness in the world uh that is in the world but it's also deep within us and this uh this manifests in loads of different ways but actually like you mentioned the pursuit of jesus is turning away from those things and mm -hmm. looking to jesus and i actually like what you mentioned there that holiness is being uh like jesus who's which is what we've always been designed to be mm -hmm. so actually holiness is correct me if i'm wrong but it is actually being the most true to who we are really meant to be <clears throat> sorry i just croaked my voice <laughs> um but holiness is is actually being what we are always meant to be yeah well I, I one way of thinking about it kind of like 
bigger picture rather than just kind of my little life is like it's like the the kind of grand end purpose of why Jesus came into the world is to make us holy to kind of get us this right relationship with him um and like heaven is holy and yeah. we're going to, to heaven that's yeah. our home that's ultimately like we're just here on earth for a bit and there's holiness in heaven and that's where we get you know it's kind mm. of like the kind of bigger picture um yeah like you say what we're meant to be um but that being said there is all this kind of negative connotations around we've kind of equated i think with like morality and like yeah. be a good person and we've that's where like shame creeps in and uh yeah i know so i've got so many friends who've just been shamed um about their sin or brokenness or whatever you want to call it mm. um but that's not what holiness is it's like a pursuit it's yeah. it's not there it's not a kind of an aim to condemn us jesus doesn't condemn us um but I can see, I totally get it. It, it. It's become this kind of nasty word because it just seems so unattainable. Um, but I think actually it's not. I think we can become holy. Yeah. And you've also spoken a bit about this thing, the, the journey of holiness oh, before. Yeah. Um, why don't you just share share with those who are listening? Be, because like I said, it's, it's a huge topic, which we won't be able to get to mm. explore all today. But why don't you just take us through a bit of the narrative of, of holiness through the Bible, where it comes from and how Jesus ultimately fulfills it. Yeah, this is really cool. And this is just, I mean, feel free anyone to disagree with me on this. This is just like my observation of the kind of big picture that I see in the Bible. Um, but you can basically just like track holiness all the way through scripture, literally from beginning to end. And um, if you think about how it all starts in the garden with creation, um, it's as everything was created to be. Um, God has created everything. It's pre-sin in the world. So like God and God is there and God is holy because he's totally separate from sin. That's mm. kind of what dis distinguishes him. He's totally separate from sin. And then um, he uh, creates us uh humans in this perfect relationship with him as we are designed but then sin comes into the world and breaks that this is kind of all probably pretty standard yeah. stuff but that's when we get separated from god because he cannot he is holy and sin is not and he cannot be um where sin is it's like an incompatibility almost mm. like two trying to put two magnets together when they like kind of propel each other away he just can't be in proximity to sin um, and so then the first time we actually hear about holiness specifically is in the book of Exodus. Um, there's that story where Moses sees the burning bush mm. and um, God speaks to him, calls out to him, Moses, Moses. Um, and the that Lord, <laughs> that just like that, Moses, 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 Moses. <laughs> um, this enormously reverent moment, yeah. <laughs> Moses, Moses. The Lord tells Moses to remove his shoes for the ground that he stands on is holy ground. So basically there's like this, there's still the, like God's coming a little bit closer. That's how I see this story of holiness, almost like God just coming closer and closer to us. Yeah. So in this moment, um, Moses hears God's voice and can see like the bush is burning, but he can't get any closer. There's still this distance. Um, but then a little further on through the Bible, still in Moses's time, um, God gives his presence to the Israelite people in the temple. So there's like this temple and that's where God dwells and certain people can go and access the presence of God. It's but sort it's of like, um, it's it's basically a building in which yes. the, the, the presence of God occupies inside and outside yes. it's not. 
Exactly. So God's presence is in a like a physical place. Yeah. One physical place. Yeah. And it's mediated access. So like just your average Hannah and James couldn't just get in and access the presence of God. It had to be mediated by priests. Um, And then we jump ahead to the prophets. So like people like Isaiah and Ezekiel. And in the book of Isaiah, he gets a vision of, um, in his mind's eye, uh, a a coal on a burning fire and then this like cherubim or something picks up the coal and puts it on his lips and it's like a purifying fire and then you jump ahead and Ezekiel um has this picture of um like a river pouring out of the temple and as the river pours out from this temple basically all the land is like revitalized Mm. and renewed and new life um comes out from this like running water this river Um, that again is like a picture of the holiness of God. And then, <laughs> uh, this is where it gets into the New Testament. You get, just, yep, can I put, can on. I, okay. the, those prophetic words, so those yeah. voices of people having an image of something. Big. Yes. How, time-wise, wh- how many years are we jumping ahead to the New Testament? Uh, well, from the end of the Old Testament, uh, which I think is the book of Malachi. Anyway, the end of the Old Testament, it's 400 years. Yeah. So all these prophetic pictures are at least 400 years old. So it's not like I've got an image of like tomorrow these no, vo- no, these no, prophetic like words are like hundreds of years big, later yeah like yeah. long like i can't even imagine what the world will be like 400 years from now yeah um it's like a totally different generation different yeah. environment entirely but yeah they've got this vision um of this kind of holiness pouring out of the temple summing you know and this purifying fire yeah cleansing it's kind of like this cleansing and purification imagery then you get jesus in the new testament um god comes to earth, like comes into our mess, still coming closer, like Jesus actually comes from heaven to earth to us. And he goes out into the land. There's like these little parallels. He goes mm. out into the land, healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons. And whereas um, like typically when it comes to sickness, think of something like coronavirus, you come yeah. into contact with it, you get infected. Yeah. Actually, what Jesus does is the other way around. He goes to like the lepers, mm-hmm. and as he touches them, they are healed. So his holiness infects them. They don't infect him with their leprosy. He infects them with his holiness. Yeah. Um, so th- that's Jesus on earth doing all that stuff. He dies on the cross, rises again, and then gives us his Holy Spirit, which is like our means by which we access holiness. Because that's the most incredible thing is like I cannot in my own strength Hannah Milne cannot I can't be holy like everything within me like rages against that I I would choose everything contrary (laughs) to to the spirit um the bible talks about like the spirit and the flesh and the flesh is weak but the spirit within us helps us do all the things that actually we're meant to do um so the holy spirit um gives us his holiness and then we become the temples of holiness right now the bible talks about us as literally temples of the spirit so whereas in the old testament these visions um that ezekiel has the water flows out streams of living water flows out of the temple now we like right now all these years later have streams of living water flowing out of us the same power that rose jesus from the grave in us 
pouring out into the places that we go and our holiness can you know seep out that's a horrible word <laughs> like pour out of yeah. us the spirit in us is like noticeable and attractive to other people so that's the wow, what, that it's like great. It's, it's, yeah yeah what's cool is like it starts out in the beginning with the fall the total separation yeah. like totally cut off from god and then god just gets closer and closer and closer to us until we actually have god dwelling within us and that's like how we get to live now until Jesus comes back like once and for all the yeah. ultimate reunification of us and God um, when he returns. You know, I definitely with holiness, I, I've often thought about it. It's like just an, an internal thing. It's like the the sort of, um, you mentioned before, a lot of people we associate it with shame and guilt. I don't mm -hmm. like it, this about me. I don't, but uh what I love about what you're saying is actually like well, true holiness is understanding that w we are a temple in which the Holy Spirit mm. lives within, but pours out of. Yeah. And actually the, when we are like holy, which is given to us freely through the Holy Spirit, through grace, actually it, um, it doesn't just change our life. It doesn't just come into contact and bring light into the dark areas in our own lives, it actually flows into the, mm. into our family situations, into the coffee shops we go into, into our schools, university, colleges. It Holiness isn't, it, 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 if you have a white pair of jeans or a white t-shirt and you're wearing them that day, you basically spend, if you're like me, the whole day avoiding things that are gonna, you know, like <laughs> if you had a bacon roll, you wouldn't put ketchup in it because you're too scared no you're gonna way. get it on your white jeans. Um, holiness isn't just like protect you know it's not just kind of like preserving ourselves keeping yeah. ourselves like distant from all these things um instead it's uh, i mean we wouldn't obviously actually do this but it's like almost like we've got bleach and we're like yeah we're throwing that on stuff or like we've got detergent we're throwing that on stuff so rather yeah. than just kind of like oh gosh shield my whole life from everything yeah. impure and horrible you know like that's why jesus could come face to face with with the the people with leprosy the woman with bleeding like yeah. all these people it, we're not now threatened by the things of this world because like the holiness the spirit within us is is more powerful than the stuff in the world and it's funny you should say that because i was even just thinking like that's why it's so important on sundays or in our groups or just when we wake up in the morning when we say like come holy spirit fill me up it's bigger than just like a little, you know, it's not just a little pat on the back. Yeah. Like, oh, make me feel better about this bad situation. It's like, oh my goodness, the Holy Spirit is like actually going to trans, you know, expect that the next day, yeah. your day is going to be transformed. You're going to have, you know, greater levels of faith, greater levels of joy, like, you know, fruit of the mm. Spirit. Um, because it's uh, crucially, I, I don't know if I really said this enough, it's, it's the Holy Spirit that makes us holy. Yeah. We don't do it by just, you know, trying our hardest, avoiding things. The Holy Spirit makes us holy. Yeah. Uh, we, it's nothing we can do in our own strength. Like, and that's why, you know, it's just, I just want to break any sense of shame or mm. guilt or like burden off people because it's the Holy Spirit. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. And we just get to partner with him in that. And obviously we've got to make good choices. We've mm. got to, you know, set our eyes on Jesus but it's not a kind of forced behavior. Yeah, um, it's freedom. It like it should it should yeah. make us more free. When you were uh, speaking before about how it it transforms the, you know, the situations we're in. Hmm. So so it has this external impact. It moves. You know, the Holy Spirit is. Um, it 
brings light into dark darkness around us but it does you know we have to recognize it does change us mm. and when we encounter light when we encounter the holy spirit when we encounter love um it does push into areas in our lives where the things that are not of god and i i think of uh, areas in my own life where uh i think the holy spirit's tr- slowly transforming mm-hmm. things within me maybe it's uh a love for money or maybe it's an anger issue or maybe it's a um i don't know a, a difficulty i'm having or a, a temper problem i've got but actually um by receiving the spirit mm we do become more like jesus and as far as i'm aware jesus uh he was a very loving caring <laughs> kind peaceful person and uh you know the, this yeah the spirit transforms externally but it also does a deep work within us and and i think yeah i mean the, the bible talks about um the holy spirit convicting us or i think elsewhere i can't remember what letter it's in in the new testament but it, the language is the holy spirit convinces us mm. of things like you know, if I think in my own life, particularly when I was a student, like there's, and this is pretty, you know, I'm sure this is something we could all relate to or or know people who can relate to this. Like alcohol consumption was mm. was a big thing, like just going out, getting drunk. And, you know, for the most part, I just thought it was absolutely fantastic, having a great time, doing stupid things, um, a few embarrassing moments. Um, and I kind of just got on with that quite happily until there was this point then when the Holy Spirit kind of convicted me and actually up until that point there was nothing you know if I was to try and just convince myself oh I shouldn't be doing this you know yeah yeah what would everyone at church or if someone else had come in yeah oh yeah yeah. oh yeah you shouldn't be doing that you should stop drinking this doesn't please the lord then I've been like oh do one um I'm having a good time yeah but there was this moment actually then when the holy spirit in his kindness his gentleness um and his compassion actually spoke to me about it and I guess convinced me that I, I didn't actually want to behave in that way. And, it, you know, I'm not making a kind of a, a, a moral judgment here mm. about drinking. But I know for me, it was just like, OK, I, I, I would rather just be content in who I am as I am when I'm yeah. out on a night out. You know, I would like to just be a fun person without the need for yeah. drinking loads and then, you know, having a terrible hangover the next day. Yeah. So it was that moment the Holy Spirit's work within me just kind of prompted me to just lay off the yeah. lay off the ciders. Yeah. I'm a uh, West, West Country girl. We drink cider. Um but yeah, it, and it's, it wasn't like this big condemning moment. It was yeah. just like, ah, just don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. And um, it was just a gentle thing. But I think that's how the spirit works. So it's like, there's no point, you know, us going around. It doesn't work for us to go up to our friends and say, well, if you really love Jesus, you wouldn't be doing this. We can never do that. But the Holy Spirit can. And he he just does it so gently. I remember when I was younger, a similar experience was um, speaking badly about people behind their back. Mm. And I... I mean, I can probably name loads of times, but I'm, I'm really clearly sitting around d- just a dinner table with some friends and um, they were talking about, it, it wasn't ter- it wasn't terrible what they were saying. And I remember probably in an attempt to be included in the conversation, just sort of threw a comment about someone. And I remember it got a real laugh, and, but, I, but it was at s- somebody who wasn't at that table's expense. And I can, right now, I can think of loads of times I've done this, which is terrible. But it's that... Um, I mean, I often find the Holy Spirit sort of kicks me in the gut, and it was sort of <laughs> that thing of like, ah, oh, that, that's n- that's not from God. Like, that's not that's not who I am. And and I think you're right. I think the Holy Spirit um, 
well, the Holy Spirit does convict us. It, you know, it's light and darkness. When there's things in us that are not of God, when there's things in us that are, that are a bit messy, when, when we have the Holy Spirit within us, um, you know, he does come in, and, um, and that's not to say I've never, you know, I've never oh, yeah. spoken, but it actually was this little thing. And, yeah. um, and there is, um, I don't think holiness is a light switch. It's not a, you're sort of, you know, uh, there's darkness yeah. and the holiness switch comes on your light. It is, uh, it is transformation. It is a journey. And, um, and I'm, I'm always having that, you know, loads of different things in my marriage, uh, oh, at yeah. work, all of these things, these sort of inner Ongoing. convictions, um, which I like to trust is the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I think actually it's worth saying, I think in order to talk about holiness properly, you do, we do have to acknowledge um, the importance of repentance, which is mm. another word that we don't like, sin, holiness and repentance. Um, but repentance is actually just, you know, it's just saying sorry to God for those things. And I remember um, just, I, I just sometimes find it helpful um, obviously we're trying to live like Jesus would live, but sometimes I almost imagine him physically with me in the room. I know he's with me by the, yeah, by yeah. his spirit, but you know, it's like, and, and what, how would I feel if, you know, like talking about friends behind their back, you know, how would, how would mm. I feel if, if Jesus, Jesus was there with me? And I just know that he would be kind of like grieved. It would just be, it's not, yeah. it's not the fullness of who I am. Like he's calling me into a kind of better version of that. Yeah. But repentance helps us just kind of, just stop and acknowledge those things and take them to God and say, look, I'm really, I am sorry for the way I've behaved. Mm. Forgive me. And he always does. Yes. And we're basically just set, you know, and it's a, to be honest, it's probably a daily thing, a daily mm. repentance, um, just turning to God and saying, I'm sorry for that. Help yeah. me not to do that again. But, you know, there's so much grace and that is a good word. Yes. Um, there's so much grace yeah. um, that Jesus gives us for these things. The growth track it's not a way of let's have six different things which we can tick boxes and get at the end of the year and say, well, do you know what? I'm actually a much more holy mm -hmm. Christian now because um, as you can see, I've done the Bible. Um, the growth track is about positioning our lives in a way that we are more open to the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit comes to us through many different ways. And these are just a few ways which we've mm -hmm. recognized. And um, reading the Bible, going to group, being a part of a team, all, all of these things, these mm -hmm. are a way in which we can just almost like open our arms a bit wider and say, God, we want basically more of you in our mm -hmm. life. And we want to be more like you. We want to be more holy like you. Um, so uh, in that, you know, please please know that doing the growth track, is, is, it's just about sort of positioning ourselves and saying, God, we, we want mm -hmm. more of you. And I know with you, you'll you'll transform my life for the better oh yeah it's good anything else hannah before you pray for us uh, no it's just not to get too hung up about it or caught up in it um it's really simply just about following jesus um as closely as you can like he makes us holy he does the work within us and it is i think it is really important that we're made holy like mm. him like people will see jesus in us as we live our lives more like him but don't like there's grace there's grace there's grace it's mm. not there's no condemnation for those in christ jesus um yeah. and that's important to, to remember like we can fall and we can fall hard <laughs> um away from god but we're all you know he always welcomes us back. Like yeah. that's the good news of the gospel that like yeah. Jesus has, has paid the ultimate price for us. It's, you know, you, you can never hear it too many times, but like don't worry too much, but like 
make it a goal you know yeah. call each other to like to the to be the best versions yeah. of each other encourage each other in this because it's not easy doing it on your own and it's a kind of it is a communal act mm. like it's not just for our own sake it's for the sake of our community our friends our family mm. and ultimately our, our city so um yeah do just go for it yeah can you pray for us before we finish I would well, love and to then pray. we'll finish yeah Oh, Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you make us holy. You make us more like Jesus. And I just ask that wherever we are right now, whatever this day ahead of us holds, um, whatever we've done, however we're feeling, Lord, I pray that you would, by the power of your spirit, um, move deeply within us, mm. transforming us more and more into your likeness, Jesus. And I just thank you for um, what you did for us, Jesus, on the cross dying and rising again and giving us the gift of your holy spirit and um yeah we thank you that you always um you pour out your grace there's always grace there's mm. always grace there's always grace um so we're sorry for when we get it wrong and um we thank you that you give us um forgiveness over and over again and we receive that now um and just be with us inspire us with your love in jesus name Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, and we'll you'll hear from us soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>